Woo. Woo. I did it again. <laughs> now. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, grrr. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. We are back, back, back again to bring you all the RuPaul tea. That's right. We're talking about season two. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> episode two of All Stars 5. Woo. Blast from the past there for a second. Yeah, this is our retro classic episode. We just thought we'd <laughs> randomly throw in. <laughs> Ooh, good idea put a pin in that yes oh my gosh so um i know we posted a picture and i and i'm currently wearing my rue peter badge that we all three have now yes thank you so much for that cute gift yes. i love pins i'm totally gonna like wear it to work as well what jamal and stoney don't know is i actually got myself two so i have more rue peter badges in them Ooh, the sneaky bitch. Oh my god, I'm like, <laughs> so th- does that make me like share a hole? <laughs> well, I guess that depends how you want to balance your two badges out. <laughs> um, no, but they're so cute. We got them from the World of Wonder shop, and I love them so much, and I'm ready for UK season two. Yes, I was just telling a friend of mine um, that they definitely need to get on watching Drag Race UK season one because it was so fun, such an epic season so also excited and anxious for season two definitely well is everyone doing okay i know there's probably not a lot to update on but just so everyone knows that we're not like i don't know sick or decrepit or whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh yes as the listeners know there's been a lot going on in the world but despite all of the um energy flying around i've been pretty decent over here um work has been very busy but I'm hanging in there. Um, it's really nice outside. So it's been nice to get out on some walks. Tony's been riding his bike. So just trying to bring summer in properly over here. Yeah, it's been nice to actually like go outside and like have sunlight. <laughs> so that's exciting. And also like working from home has been nice because it's been a little more flexible. So I can kind of like exercise like on my own time. So that's been really nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. My my big excitement is is that I finally got a dining room table for my apartment. Yes. So that's my project for this weekend is to clear the boxes that I haven't put away <laughs> away <laughs> from the area that the da- the uh, table will be. Um, and so while I'm working from home, that will function as my desk so that I'm not just sitting on the couch all day because it makes me feel bad about myself. I found that I'm much more productive when I'm sitting at our dining room table when I'm working from home. I think I'm just too cozy on the couch. Yeah, I feel the same way. Work is starting to notice that my work level isn't what it used to be. So I'm like, we need to try something different. (laughs) Well, good call creating that space. It's going to be exciting to kind of set up that work feng shui as well. Definitely. And it'll be fun just to have like a little dining table once we do go back into the office or if we do go back into the office, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just having like a friend or two over to eat dinner around a table and not have to sit on like chairs and couches. (laughs) Yes, we love a vibe. (laughs) Yes. But um, yeah, so that's our excitement for this week. Uh, We'll go ahead and switch gears 
and go into our honest tea spill of the week. But before we do that, we just wanted to remind you guys that we've been having a lot of fun with you and that we think it's really important if you share information about our podcast with your friends so that we can get a bigger audience (laughs) Um, because we have so much fun doing this and we just want more crowd participation. So if you could tell your friends about our podcast, if you could leave a review, that would be super great. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Thanks. All right. Let's get into the honesty spiel of the week, girl. Uh, Honesty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again here at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. And we are going to go ahead and get straight into it, girl. The controversial opinion, but we are starting at the top where Derek Barry has gone home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It was written in the TFC stars as predicted on this very show. So sorry, Derek. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe we'll go see your Britney show one of these days. <laughs> yes, I would love to do that. I don't know. I like Derek. Everyone knows. So I'm not going to like, you know, hype up Derek again this week. You guys know where I stand. Now, we're not going to like, we're not going to shit on Derek because Stoney and I would love to go to that Vegas show once Las Vegas is safe again. And, you know, I was watching the exchange rate show, Monet Exchange's show on YouTube build series. Mm-hmm. And guess who else loves Derek? Who? Monet <laughs> Exchange and <laughs> Naomi Smalls. Oh, how dare you? Oh, So you basically have to stand Derek Barry now, and that's about it. (laughs) Oh, you shady bitch using my queen against me. (laughs) That's how it works, girl. (laughs) But um, anyways, love you, Derek. Miss you. Hope you come back. (laughs) So we start after Derek is eliminated. The queens are shook that Evie Oddly was the lip sync assassin. Yeah, everyone's just like, holy shit, they're throwing like the big guns at us. So who else is coming? It's been one week. Yeah. Right. Like India Farah was like, oh, like I'm a part of the drag race show too now. <laughs> Look, you guys, I, I can be a drag queen still. <laughs> Woo. Y'all, um, y'all leave my team alone. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so then Mayhem's like really feeling her oats for not getting voted home. And then she's like, oh my gosh, all my friends. These are all my friends. Yay, friends. By the way, did anyone not vote for me? <laughs> and Juju B said, well, actually, yeah, I did not <laughs> vote for you because I enjoyed Derek's performance more. And Mayhem had lots of feelings. Listen, curiosity killed the cat because one, bitch, you asked, and two, okay, yeah, that's your friend, but I would rather my friend be honest with me and I receive notes and critiques so I can do better in the show. Like, okay, B does know what Mayhem can do, but she wasn't feeling it. So you asked and you got the true tea. I actually thought it was kind of funny, Juju's reaction. She was just like, your performance wasn't as good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed at Derek's more. She's like, oh, that's not a real apology. I'm sorry I hurt you. (laughs) 
Yeah. Love it, Juju. <laughs> I loved it too because she was like, this is no tea, no shade. Like, I just enjoyed it more. And like, what's it even matter if one person voted against you, Mayhem? Like, everyone else didn't. Like, it didn't affect anything. Right. Who said it needed to be a unanimous? And you know, right. you know, you weren't where you needed to be at the end of the day. So calm down. Yeah. And did you hear that Lord of the Rings music like under this like drama scene with them and then into <laughs> Jujubee's talking head? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just waiting for like Frodo to throw the ring into the pits of Mordor or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> girl, when's it happening? <laughs> Ooh. This is intense. I was like, is, is uh, Mayhem and Juju going to like sword fight to the death or like what's happening now? <laughs> Listen, the feelings jumped out episode two. So it's like, holy shit, these girls are in there. I'm on all stars oats and the I'm a star oats. It's just all coming to a head already. Yeah, these episodes are really mentally and emotionally exhausting for me (laughs) so far. (laughs) I just I don't know. I feel like it hasn't like started yet. I don't know. I just get I just feel like we haven't really seen a whole lot from the queens yet so i'm kind of like that's a good read i don't know i'm just like when is the season going to start <laughs> it feels, yeah, it like, feels like we're in preseason. yeah it kind of feels like they're at drag summer camp just like they've been catching up before like the big pageant kicks off or something yeah i mean i don't want to go into like the full episode but like shay is probably the only one right now that i feel like is actually like doing anything <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh i mean I, w- I would disagree. I mean, I think there's a couple others, but I think I understand what you're, what the point is you're trying to make. Shay just stands out. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, Shay does she, stand out. She yeah. just stands out <laughs> a little bit, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I can agree with that for sure. But yeah, what we, we'll discuss that throughout the episode, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. So the next day in the workroom, Ms. Cracker says that she should have sent Angina home. And girl, <laughs> this started, this was the point of a giant tail spin of an episode. So what did you guys think of this? Oh my gosh. Um, like you said, I'm just exhausted already. It was just like, whoo, where did that come from? Yeah, my question is, so did Ms. Cracker just become really mean between her first season and this one? Like, she just, like, (laughs) became, like, evil. Like, she has, like, a villain edit this season. I don't understand. Yeah, she's, like, whoa, spicy. I don't think she's really necessarily being evil. I think that she's being, like, overanalyzing and, like, her inner saboteur is running wild. (laughs) Mm. So I think that's causing, like, quite the edit to happen. Okay, okay. I can see that. She's having like her inner surprise party where she just has to like tell on herself. (laughs) Right, yeah. I don't know. I'm really sorry to tell you this, guys, but I stole the candy bar (laughs) and I need you to know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Miss Cracker, you can definitely tell she is processing something because people don't just start, you know, getting snippy or lashing out for no reason. And it's like really early on in the competition. Right. I think she's kind of suffering from what uh, Fifi suffered in in her All-Star season and also I think maybe to a lesser uh, degree of what Derek Barry was doing where you're kind of just like in your head you're like you see the game as a very linear like by the book sort of situation yeah uh, you see the goal you come in with the goal and you're like that's all you think about so she's like starting to like pardon the pun but crumble ah uh, yeah <laughs> I don't know but we can talk about that a little bit more um in untucked or later in the episode when we have more Ms. Cracker moments <laughs> <laughs> so then this week 
we have a fantastic maxi challenge. They will be debuting their newest all-star smash hit, I'm in Love. They will be writing their own verse for a crush that they each have. Drag Race, they're really, really, really loving these um, (laughs) girl group moments. I guess it makes sense if you're going to be the drag star of the world because you have to be like a performance queen and acting queen for gigs to a degree. So I didn't hate it. You know, I was excited about the challenge when I heard it, but I'm like, okay, we're singing again. Yeah. It's (laughs) just, it's hard. Like in a post frock destroyers world, (laughs) it's hard to Mm -hmm. like top that. So it's like, it's going to be disappointing if you can't like be as good as that. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But I did like, no, I like, I did like the song. I thought the song was good. And I like that they split it up into teams Yeah, because like in season 12, when it was just like every woman for herself, it was like a bit much, but with more, with teams, it's more like individual, like three individual ideas while, you know, there are three different verses in it, but it's like you get, it breaks up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I did like how they had like, each of them had their own celebrity crush or whatever. So that kind of like, we got to see like some of their personalities come out through that. So some good, some not so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And each queen had to pick their celebrity crush. So I thought it would be interesting if I asked all of us, oh if my we had to write a verse for this song, who would we have picked as our celebrity crush? Oh my gosh, who who do I like right now? So is it supposed to be like <laughs> celebrity crush like when you're like a teenager or just like any celebrity crush ever? No, I think just like now or or it could be any time because, you know, a lot of RuPaul's picks were dated. She had several celebrity crushes. Uh, I've got mine. What do you have for us, Jamal? Who's your celebrity crush? He's been my forever crush. And ever since he started making cocktails on Instagram, my heart has only grown that much fonder of him. <laughs> um, Stanley Tucci. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. My boo. He's so Dropping handsome. Dropping bars for Stanley. Yes. Well, that's interesting. I did know about <laughs> Stanley Tucci. So... I don't know. That that is a good one though. Thanks. Do you have one, Stony? Yeah, so I was thinking just like during my like middle school years, I always used to like all the girls in middle school. I was a big like JTT fan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. The girls love JT. The queens <laughs> yeah. love JT, I'll yes. say. He was a looker. Well, I guess I would say obviously my celebrity crush that I would have to pick would be Timothy Chalamet. So, (laughs) no surprise there. (laughs) You're king. I I was debating switching it up because I've been watching 13 Reasons Why and I have lots of bays on that show. And I was going to switch it to Miles Heiser, but I, I can't, I can't, you know, break Timothy's heart. So, we'll just stay there. Hey, loyalty is sexy, Seth. (laughs) <laughs> you remember that when, when we meet Timothy <laughs> you better fucking remember I was loyal to you <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny so those are our picks if we had to write verses so something else that was interesting about this challenge is Rue asks India because she won the last week and she asked who her two big competitors would be in the challenge 
and India says that it would be Shay and Blair. So now they're all three team captains. Boom. And, you know, when Rue does this to the girls, these questions, like, it always sets the girls up to overanalyze and pick themselves apart because, oh, why didn't that bitch pick me as one of her competitors? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agreed with india's picks for the most part like definitely shay like blair i think is near the top but not like she's somewhere in the middle for me she could be a powerhouse definitely if it was me i would have been like um mayhem (laughs) (laughs) uh and angina (laughs) (laughs) you're always up to something though so girl i would have been one step ahead of rupaul at this game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just like sabotage her little twist <laughs> rue would have like side-eyed me for sure <laughs> you know she would have so then the girls they start to write their lyrics and we find out that mayhem is still holding a grudge on miss cracker from season 10 that they were on yes um talk about see that could also be some of the energy like just kind of hanging on to that old shit like when things sit with you and follow you that can't it never ends well yeah and i feel like if i remember correctly like ma'am went home like basically because she didn't really speak up or something right like she She was was just overshadowed by miss cracker's performance right and she didn't really like say like she didn't provide input like she just kind of let miss cracker do everything so it's like i don't know she just needs to like step up more and don't let Miss Cracker just like run over her. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's not really Miss Cracker's fault. You didn't do a good job in the competition, girl. Exactly. Like you're setting yourself up for failure if you can't see that, you know, she just had a good day and, you know, you'll have yours too. I think now we're kind of starting to realize why they call her Mayhem, the drama Miller. <laughs> oh, we see it, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really see it in season 10, but I see it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the girls, they're getting ready for their performances. And in one corner, you have Blair, Juju, B, and Ms. Cracker. And then Blair and Juju break the silence and they say, Ms. Cracker, you're really difficult to work with. <laughs> they just get right to the point. I mean... I like to just bring it up as well. Like if there are issues, um, you can't sugarcoat everything, but I think that they just kind of sprung it on her in a way that Miss Cracker just became kind of defensive about it. I mean, she opened up a little bit, but you can tell she was just like, oh, well, yeah, (laughs) I guess we're having this talk now. I just, it felt like kind of awkward. Like, I don't know. It just made me feel awkward when she was talking about how like she basically can't make any friends or whatever and it just like it made me sad (laughs) well i was also like this bitch tours with the girls like all the time (laughs) so like what does that say about them (laughs) yeah i mean exactly because at some point i mean i don't like to see miss cracker cry but girl at the end of the day like eventually at some point you have to be able to find whatever common denominator of a trait that is keeping people away from you or is turning people off from you like take some ownership and like listen yeah like if you're trying to be likable in the show maybe the best idea is not to be like um all the rue girls ain't shit so uh (laughs) that's not good (laughs) right even if you're joking like you know because you're presenting the shell that you are the girls don't know if that's a joke or not so 
Yeah, this is like a weird storyline that she has chosen for herself. So I guess we'll <laughs> see how this progresses throughout the season. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting that. Like, if I went in, I wouldn't want my storyline to be like, I'm inhumane and I just have no feelings <laughs> at all. But hopefully by the end of the season, you'll see me shed a tear. I don't know. That's not what the story I would want to put out into the world. <laughs> I know, because the way she made it sound was like, She's like, yeah, I started doing drag because I was a shitty person and I was going to like reset my shittiness. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) I was waiting for that sad Sarah McLachlan song to come up. Like, you know, like if just 10 cents a day and you can help Ms. Cracker get friends or something. I don't know, girl. In the arms of an angel, bitch. Look. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was weird. (laughs) All right, so it's time for the floor show now. I just wanted to give a quick nod to RuPaul's look because I am a sucker for large bows on outfits, and I thought she looked great. I did too. I love the color combos. I love the texture of the garment. I love the chunkiness of it. It was fun. I loved her hair. I thought her hair looked really nice. Yes. Yeah. I'm liking what she's serving us, honey. Sporting that signature Raven nude lip. Yeah, Raven did a good job. <laughs> Yes. They upped her budget a little bit, maybe. <laughs> Must. She's got that all-stars budget. Oh, her. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and get into talking about our floor show. Who do you think did a really good job and succeeded in this challenge? Um, I did think that Miss Cracker stood out. Um, Shay just stands out over everyone. I think the judges got it right, you know, in their comment the other, at the end of the show, excuse me. Because she's just a professional. Like, she just serves, um, whether that means she practiced her ass off or maybe she's just a good natural dancer and lyricist. But, oh my gosh, she just delivers. Um, As far as energy goes, though, Cracker definitely stood out with, like, the facials. Um, I thought Blair was cute. Um, Blair definitely did a good job on that as well. Yeah, I I agree. I thought I enjoyed Blair's. I thought overall Shay was clearly the best, like, to me, I just watching all the performances, as soon as Shay started doing hers, like you could just tell like she was above everyone else. Like it was just way better. Like she's just a natural performer. So I don't know. She was amazing. I thought it was interesting because I thought India was actually like her lyrics were good. It was almost like she just didn't have any energy behind it. Which yeah, is like weird. she was just kind of getting through the routine. Yeah. Well, I personally didn't enjoy India's lyric. (laughs) I thought it was like, I just started laughing when she was performing because her rhythm that she was doing vocals for was just like, it just really shifted from like her other teammates and just like basically every other queen in the competition. Like she was on her own like sense of time in the song Mm -hmm. and the lyrics were pretty dumb. And I just, I don't know. It made me laugh. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is horrible. Maybe there should have been more like whipping her head back and forth, like in the first episode. Some more hairography. You better be careful. She does that too much. It might just snap right off. (laughs) Um, I did think, oh, I forgot to mention Alexis. I really liked Alexis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexis was another um, great one to watch. Yeah, Top three, definitely, I would think would be Alexis, Shay, and Blair St. Clair. I think top two is probably Blair and Shay. I think because Brew and the other judges put drag into a box and Blair was outside of the box, that may have held her back from the win. And also, Shay's look was so exemplary in the runway, which we'll get to in a minute. 
I think that helped push her over for the win. Yeah, sometimes the girls, um, especially, you know, expected of Blair, who's kind of been growing um, on the internet, I will say, because um, she's been putting out music videos. She's been in the studio doing all kinds of, like, those projects. So she's getting her artiste on and pushing the boundaries. And she did make Rue cackle when she said Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) I was really impressed with Blair this episode. I mean, she just was really good. Um, you know, I know she struggled a little bit in the singing, but it's kind of nervous being the first girl to record. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's showing us a different side of her too, because we've always thought of as, as Blair as like this beauty pageant queen, but she's really bringing camp this season. I'm here for it. Yeah, I did like hers a lot. I, I think at, at the beginning when she was in rehearsal, I was confused because it was like, to me, Blair is now known as kind of like a, like a, a music vocalist. artist, a vocalist. So it was just weird to me that she was like, I can't sing and like couldn't do anything. But then like the final product was like really good. So you kind of saw it build, you know, her, her confidence build through the, um, her, the, the recording session. process. Yeah. Yeah. And one person in the recording session that we really saw a struggle was on Gina and they really, they really turned her into Kesha for her verse. This was <laughs> a real auto tune girl. <laughs> Yeah, poor Angina. I guess we're getting to the bottoms uh, of the the competition now. Yeah, like Angina just has to let go. And like, I kind of suffered with this as a younger child because it took me a little bit to just learn how to loosen up and just laugh at yourself, not, you know, take it too seriously, whatever. And she just kind of couldn't get out of that headspace and have fun with it. Yeah, and also the look during the performance, like... It was honestly like Snooky Party City edition. Like I it was... know, like somebody just took it <laughs> off the damn rack and put it on. So I don't yeah. know what she was going for there, but it just didn't that it just looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was just bad. <laughs> I did wanna um I guess I know we already talked about the top, but there was one lyric that I just really wanted to highlight that I thought was probably the best lyric of the whole song. Oh. And that comes from Shea Coulee, of course. And I liked her lyric that said, I'm dreaming about what kind of life we will lead. I thought that was just so clever on, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was, was really great. Shay puts in the work. I caught that as well. She's smooth. She knows what she's doing. Yes. Definitely. I think she maybe had the strongest lyrics. But yeah, the people in the bottom. Yeah. De- for me, obviously, India, Angina. <laughs> I think they put Mariah in. I think initially when I watched it the first time, I thought Mariah did a better job. But then watching it back, I was like, yeah, I guess if you're going to make a bottom three, she would be there. Because yeah. Mayhem was Mayhem did a, a solid, safe job this week. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mariah, when I watched it back, I was like, okay, she was missing that little like spark that was needed. She could have pushed that energy up just a little bit, and that would have made that outfit stand out a lot more. We heard the judges say they like her look more than he did her performance, which, oof. Yeah. Yeah, Mariah's <laughs> serving some great looks this season. Yes, love them. Lots of great hair. Oh, yes. Alexis, too. Oh, yes. That swoop, Henny. Alexis? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't remember her being so funny on the other older seasons, <laughs> but like she's cracking me up so far. Yeah, I told you guys she's a dark horse in the Meet the Queens <laughs> episode. Like, yep. she's so funny. I loved her pick because I was like, to me, Daddy Yankee's so like an out of left field <laughs> pick, but like for her, it was so real. So I felt the fantasy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
But yeah, so I think this is a good spot for us to take a quick little break. And then we come back, we'll finish out the episode, do a fantasy league, and uh, talk to you about Untuck. Be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week where we are breaking down episode 2 of All Stars 5. So we just finished off with the floor show and now we're about to get into the runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. (laughs) (laughs) So the category this week is love the skin you're in. I love this theme because it can go so many directions and we definitely got a variety of looks which is exciting we sure did (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to start with the first queen to walk down the runway and that is india (laughs) farah what did you guys think of her look and was her messaging about her concept weird given what's going on in these times today well i thought that the message was fine i thought the execution was very poor i think um it would have made more sense to make a more like flowy garment because i liked how the fabrics came together but it just kind of looked very arts and crafts with the little red heart it didn't really look like it was stone queen it looked like maybe it was glitter glue I don't know. I didn't like it. But that fringe bothered me on the bottom of the dress. It just was so offensive to me. I don't know why. I just (laughs) reacted very poorly to it. That could have been more skirt. You know, all those colors mixing together and kind of like a chiffon kind of moment. Like, I did not like it. Yeah. I agree. It wasn't my fave (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But like, I thought it was fine, I guess. I just, the concept made sense like once she explained it, but I don't, I think if you didn't have that explanation, it might be a little confusing, like what she's trying to show there. Yeah, which is why she needed the like kind of fabric, any fabric that would kind of blend and flow together, giving you that like swirl fantasy, like that would have painted and served that message in a better light. Definitely. And I guess... Where I were, you know, because I, I saw her outfit through the lens of what's happening now. Yes. Um. So when she's saying like, oh, this is like the blending of all of our races coming together as one. I was like, is this like all lives matter level? Like, oh, shit. Um, I see what you're saying. Uh, now. See, I wasn't thinking of it in that way, but I could see. Yeah, I didn't receive it that way either. Because I was thinking of it more as like basically love yourself, like and like more being like diverse so love yourself no matter what skin tone you are yes and remember she did say racial unity so i don't think i didn't take any like negative intention from it yeah i guess i was kind of just maybe the message was a little to me the message was a little bit confused i was like am i overthinking this what's the deal here so that's Mm -hmm. why i was like let me bounce the idea off um, someone who would have like a better understanding of the situation. <laughs> so so I guess it sounds like maybe I, I read into it a little bit too much. I mean, that's the thing about art. You know, we all interpret it a little differently. So um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, so other than India, 
I was wondering if there was any standout looks for you on the runway. I actually really, really loved Alexis Mateo's look. I um, liked the kind of leather, like couture kind of look about it. It kind of had a mustardy tone, which listeners, my favorite color is yellow. I loved the like mustard tones. And I was just kind of getting that vibe and she was super proud of it. It was just super gorgeous. You can tell she felt good in it. And that hair was just standing all the way up to the heavens. The hair girl. All the way <laughs> like, up there. <laughs> 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 and um, of course, Shea Coulee came to slay. She's not playing with y'all at all. Um, overall, though, there's a lot of good different looks. Yeah, I like obviously Shay was amazing. I loved her look, but like to touch on some of the others, I thought Blair's was really good. I know like Michelle had an issue with that because it was pink or something. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I thought like the thing is with that with that theme, it's open for interpretation, right? So that's how Blair saw it and that's how she did it. So it made sense to me like where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I guess it's up for debate whether or not it, it was love the skin you're in. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I agree with Stoney about Blair. I think that the the judges, like, and especially Michelle, she looks at things so literally. Like, and there's like, here's the box, and this is what should be in the box. Yes. But the thing about drag is there's no box, girl. So... You know, when people are like, I don't know, I just don't like when they invalidate people's drag. Like when, yeah, Mayhem came in, her entrance look with the Amazon look, but it's drag is drag. Like that's what the, that's what real drag queens do like out in the real world. I don't know. So for people to like gang up on Mayhem and then for people to tell Blair here in this episode, well, this isn't like love the skin you're in. To me, I don't think that's fair. And I think Blair looked great. Yeah, I agree. I love the look. And I mean, listeners, you know, we're always on Michelle's case for this exact reason. She just <laughs> she just didn't understand. Like Blair's explanation of the look made perfect sense. She wants to show people how she feels on the inside. Okay, two plus two is four, right? I'm just making sure. But yeah, you know, it was a fabulous <laughs> look. Like I thought it was if you'd see like a fashion creature in the wild and this is like them in the nude, they just look like they're wearing this every day. I'm going to Saks just for a couple things. And it was Blair's world and I understood it. Yeah. And where was Michelle during the button and bows challenge when Gigi walked out with just buttons? Yeah. There's no bows. No bows. There's no bows. So it made me want to throw bows, (laughs) but also we have to, (laughs) Yes, queen. (laughs) Um, We have to mention Mariah because she looked gorgeous. This gown was everything. Her hair and makeup were so on point for the look. I just love that moment. Yeah, that hair was sick. Um, Very good look. Her makeup was wonderful. While we're talking about Mariah, though, she kind of also echoed Michelle's sentiments about Blair's look. And she's like, well, I if I knew we could have worn snakeskin, then I would have been a snake or something. I was like, well, then why didn't you, girl? Maybe you would have done better in the challenge. Yeah. And we know that Mariah has that bitchy side of her. But I thought the same <laughs> thing. I was like, girl, well, you could have, but you still look gorgeous. So move on. Yeah. And I also think that Ms. Cracker looked really well. Not like a top look, but like I would say like a... a solid like top safe (laughs) listen she was serving that attitude for real though she was feeling that anger and rage under those brows and makeup 
there was definitely something about that look of hers where it was just like angry, like white woman <laughs> or something to me. She was she, about to fuck up somebody's day. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was about to really like to put you in your place. <laughs> but I think uh, other pretty solid looks were Mayhem. I'm not sure how I felt about the beads hanging off the dress. So I think that's why I would say that it's a solid, safe look. Yeah, I agreed because I was telling Stoney that like I don't want to shit on Mayhem, but because I could see the detail of the dress as she moved down the runway, but I didn't think that the little hangy things were necessary at all yeah i don't know i really i like ma'am but like there's nothing i don't know i feel like there's a lot of times when she's out on the runway where i just don't really i just don't really connect to her looks very often it seems like like sometimes she'll knock it out of the park but most of the times i feel like she doesn't it's almost like her performance looks when she's out in the wild on tour are better than what we see on the runway yeah which is not the strategy you'd probably want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe she needs to like find that, you know, in the club energy and bring it to these challenges. Cause I'm just not feeling the pop yet. No. And then the other look we have to talk about that I guess is the bottom is on Gina. Oh yeah. See, I actually like this. Yeah. Like I thought it was very like, you know, structured piece, you know, borderline avant-garde. Was it, was on Gina a little short for the dress? Maybe, but I thought it still looked good. Like it was a good garment and we all know top model fans season three, (laughs) Eva, the diva was five, seven. She's one of the shorter winners of the show. And it's all about kind of like an attitude when you present yourself. So maybe that's what Angina was missing, but they basically said they didn't like the look because she was too short for it. And I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I, I actually really liked the look and, to me, it was like, why are they bitching about this? Because it was like a typical angina look for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seemed like, because she's always like wearing things that have like bigger shoulders Very and Very structured and Like structured, <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't make sense. To, it didn't make sense to me why they were like so like upset about her look or whatever. Right. Um. So I have feelings on both sides of the fence on her look. Because initially I was like, you know, but I was on the side where you guys were saying um what i will say positively about her dress is that it looks very high fashion it looks like something you would see at the met gala perhaps yes. or on someone's fashion week you know some galliano or something or other that level right but i i don't know if she's wearing a biscuit basket under there maybe she could have done <laughs> with a high higher heel what i will say that i understand about the judge's look is that she you know even the there were some fringes on the front part that were just sort of like hitting her in the face as she was walking down the runway and i think she could have because i really i really love this look and concept but i think she could have done to keep this really sick look but appease the judges would have been to make the front a v so if she would have like sort of made the front of V showed a little bit more chest and then, you know, had the, you know, the fringe coming out at, mm. at those angles, yeah. it would have really like elevated it. That's exactly right. Um, because like we said, you know, they had a problem with the garment because she was too short for it. And those exact tweaks are what I would say as well. The higher heel and the V because you want to elongate your body. Definitely. So but really solid look. I don't think anyone's look was really bad per se, but yeah. What did you those think? Are our thoughts. What did you think of uh, Madison Beer's look? 
<laughs> um, I didn't really, I totally forgot she was even there. I blinked really long when she was on the screen. I was just like, oh shit, this girl is coming in as a guest judge now. <laughs> I will say my favorite part about her being on this show as opposed to Celebrity Drag Race is that she didn't get to talk this much on this season, on this episode. So that really made me happy. Yeah, she really was just a blip. Yeah. I was like, oh, and she's here. Like, the, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the other guest judge's name, but she was really fierce and like she had a whole moment. And I was like, LOL, Tessa, Madison Sashay away. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, I like her a lot. I'm going to have to look into what she does. <laughs> She's an actress. An actress. Well, I'm going to go watch one of her shows, whatever <laughs> it may be. <laughs> There's plenty. Um, all right, you guys. So we are now finding out who the top queen is this episode, who has won the maxi challenge. And, of course, that would be Shea Coulee, and she has won $20,000. Yep, she got the 20 k because um, she also won the previous 10 k that India left behind. So, what a check to receive. Congrats, girl. Love to see it. Yes. <laughs> so, then we find out who, uh, I guess we're, we're getting a bottom three this week, and we find out that those are Angina, Mariah Balenciaga, and India Farah. Yes, tricky. Both of Shay's team members are bottom queens this week. Definitely. They go back to deliberate and Shay really doesn't know what to do because she feels like she may not have done her job as a team leader since her other two teammates are in the bottom. Yeah, she feels like she let them down because she couldn't lift them up enough. But I mean, like we saw, you know, the energy just wasn't there. But, you know, Shay, she did her best as a leader. Yeah. She did what she could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Angina gives this really impassioned speech about how she's not giving up, but she shouldn't stay in the competition. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that's like a real hard left there. I was like, whoa, girl, um, does was, that mean you're volunteering to leave? I was so yeah. confused because like she basically gave this like great speech where it was like, yeah, I'm rooting for you on giant and then she's like then i want to leave like it's like what oh <laughs> uh, what <laughs> i was like you bitch now india farah will not get sent home because she was going to get sent home by shay coulee but now because of angina like shay had to choose angina and i was like what the f yeah shay was on the fence she was like maybe if i keep angina that will be the push that she needs so i think truly shay may have been on the fence there yeah, I think she was. But then we get time, you know, we haven't found out who's going home yet. And it's time to lip sync. And we find out that this week's lip sync assassin is none other than Texas's dancing diva, Miss Alyssa Edwards. She's Girl. back. From Mesquite, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Alyssa always brings the heat, especially if it's going to be a good dancing track. And this look was everything. She just looked like... Your superhero auntie who is ready to have tea and then go whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely here for some assassinin. <laughs> yeah, that that was hilarious. <laughs> that was cute, yeah. Yeah, her look was really good. Uh, very bright colors, very much what you would expect from Alyssa Edwards. Huge hair. And huge hair. I was uh, a little worried for Shay myself when uh, she came out. What did you guys, were you guys nervous that Shay would not win? I mean, it's Alyssa Edwards. Like, she's a really good queen, and she's known to be, like, a dancing queen. So I was a little nervous for Miss Shay. I mean, did I have faith in Shay? Of course. But I also stan Alyssa and what she does, and it was going to be tough. 
Yeah, I was I was kind of on the edge of my seat. I didn't really know what was going to happen because I felt like both of them had a chance to win it just going yes. into yeah. it. But um, yeah, Shay definitely pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shay can definitely dance. I was initially scared, but then I was like, yeah, there's no way like Shay's losing this one. And you can check the Twitter receipts because it's there. <laughs> and I did not doubt Shay Coulee. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Shay was just like running in circles around Alyssa. And that's really strange to see because she was, <laughs> you know, Alyssa was pulling out her like typical moves, you know, like I'm going to win moves where she goes and you know to the back of the stage and interact you know stands on the little side and inter- you know holds on to the side of the stage yes yeah that like won her lip sync before but after all of this shay coulee prevails oh yeah i mean shay just caught the like spirit of the pointer sisters and the holy ghost or something because she was just throwing it and in the best way like she was just putting it all out there and yeah she deserved it yeah and my like sick and twisted mind i was hoping that sasha velour would pop out as the lip sync oh assassin <laughs> oh no why do you want this to haunt shay forever like just rose petals falling. i don't know it's just just like i don't know last week whenever we were talking about uh, <laughs> what's her name what's i forget her name india yeah india's <laughs> rival <laughs> they should do that like next season like rupaul's drag race the challenge <laughs> and it's just like you have to battle your nemesis yeah. in a series of obstacle courses <laughs> oh my god so is it gonna be like eureka versus the vixen <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm not sure if i'm ready for that again girl the vixen would not do it yeah yeah i don't think she would come back well, i don't know i guess there's you can never say never maybe we'll see vixen on an all-star someday oh true but um but yeah so Shay won the lip sync so that means she gets to pick who's going home and she picked angina bye queen you got your wish and now you're leaving ask and you shall receive 11 years later <laughs> i mean it's like sad right because it's a season one queen and you like to see the og queens just kind of show up and see how they've grown and do well and go far but i don't think angina was just like too ready for that which she kind of said in her speech so ta-ta for now yes girl so i guess we'll go ahead at this point and you know hand it on over to stoney to tell us how the fantasy league is going um we did not have a discussion about changing the point so i'm interested to see how this shakes out (laughs) so this is what i decided since this season it's like the bottom two lip sync is basically just one person I'm yeah. basically deciding that the person, like if your person wins the lip sync, so like you had Shay this week, so you yeah. get 10 points since Shay won that lip sync. Okay. If Alyssa would have won, nobody would have gotten anything. Okay. So that's how we're doing that it. That sounds good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so this week was actually pretty simple because I we didn't really have a mini challenge um so basically we just had to give out points for shay winning everything so (laughs) so seth Seth gets 30 points this week nice yay (laughs) so now after two weeks i am in last place with 30 points Uh, love to see it (laughs) (laughs) whatever queen um and then Seth is in second with 40 and Jamal is in first with 50. Yes, queen. Let's get it. I'm coming to get you, girl. And I lost my queen this week because Angina left. Peace. Oh, first person to lose a team member because we picked the correct first out. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not like feeling too like happy about my team to be honest. Oh Uh-oh. no, you better lift their spirits up. You need to cheerlead them. Well, cuz Miss Cracker is like turned into like a psychopath. So now well, I'm just maybe like maybe she'll <laughs> find some medicine and healing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's unclear how she will do. <laughs> and I feel even better about my team because I have Blair and Shay on my team. I know. And <laughs> Alexis. What the hell? I know. I know. I really picked the all-stars list of this cast. <laughs> you did, Queen. It'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. Yes. So I guess where I was wrong about the first <laughs> out, I made up for in other places. So hopefully the listeners can forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, you guys. Well, that is the list of our fantasy. Thank you, Stony, for updating us. And we will go ahead and move into some untucked talk. And if this is the part where you normally leave the show, thanks for coming. But if not, let's go ahead and forge on. All right. So I think the first topic that would be good to talk about in untucked is sort of something we've been talking a little bit throughout the show. Alexis thought um that angina should be in the top and ms cracker was like girl no <laughs> so this kind of starts the discussion you know brings it back up of ms cracker being too what was the word being unlikable of her being sort of that and so oh, then, difficult difficult that's the word i was looking for <laughs> um so then uh, so Ms. Cracker brings that conversation up again, and Mayhem and Alexis get their chance to speak their mind. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, you can tell when people aren't receiving notes well, and they like, go on the defensive. So I was just kind of like waiting for Ms. Cracker to boil over. I'm not difficult. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. It just did not... It was not a good look. And it's so sad to me because I really liked her on her season. So I just... It seems like complete opposite of the Ms. Cracker that I know. It almost to me feels like this must just be how they process stress because like we did not get this read as far as like Ms. Cracker being this kind of individual on their original season and we're seeing this side now it's just like why are these walls up? Why can't you understand how you're being difficult? Like it's just almost like a complete 180. Yeah, if someone was telling me that I was being difficult, I would really take the opportunity to step back and take a look at what's been going on. Because if they're saying you're difficult, it's like everyone (laughs) on this cast. It's not just like one or two people. Right. So um, if I think a better reaction from Ms. Cracker would have been to have been like, oh, I'm really sorry that I've been coming off as difficult to work with. You know, I think we all really just are focusing on winning all stars. And I think I let that take up too much so i apologize and i will definitely check myself going forward in the competition yeah i mean something needs to change because it's just going to continue to impact their performance definitely so the next thing that is kind of fun that happens in untucked is we get to see the lip sync assassin miss Alyssa edwards come in backstage and you know she's just being Alyssa edwards <laughs> i know she's so extra i love everything about Alyssa the extraness and just like the fabulousness and just over the topness of this character and persona. Like you're just smiling and laughing as soon as you see her on screen and she's just like, Oh, I'm home. Like, is my room ready? She's a star now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I need Alyssa to come to my office at work and just comment on all the bullshit there. Oh, that would be <laughs> amazing. And she can 
hang out for 30 minutes and then just like leave after I'm like in a better mood. (laughs) (laughs) Give her a couple cocktails or something, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. I mean, you can just see Alyssa makes such great television. She knows what she's doing. Like as soon as she hit out of the car, she was like, (laughs) Alyssa Edwards, like let's make some TV, you know, just giving us all the rigamores, you know, (laughs) being like, Ooh, can I look at what's going on? And like being silly, you know? Uh huh. She's like, oh, they're modeling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, that was nice to see Alyssa back again. We've been seeing a lot of Alyssa, you know, after the celebrity drag race and uh, now here. Yeah, I love to see her still on her come up because she's always been one of our favorite queens. So it's always a joy to see Miss Alyssa. Definitely. I made another bullet point to talk about Mariah's comment about Blair's look not being valid. (laughs) I feel like we had that conversation already, but this happened on Untucked, so if you want to hear that conversation again, just rewind a little bit, hit play, and then skip forward. <laughs> yeah, basically it was trash, y'all. Yeah. The comment, yeah. not the look, the comment. Right. Yeah, for sure. We we support you, Blair. All uh, right. So then the last point that I wanted to talk about Untucked is this lovely moment that we get of Alyssa Edwards coming backstage and giving Angina this sort of... Uh, pick yourself up and dust yourself off speech yeah that was always um i like when i can see the queens take care of each other because we know and have heard from rue girls themselves that these are very long hours that the girls are putting on when they're filming and adding in all the mental and emotional stress it's probably not the easiest thing anyone's ever going to do in their life right so to have kind of like another queen who's not part of a competing group but someone who's been through it to kind of have that moment with probably helped her feel a little better about what was going on yeah and i if i do feel bad for angina because if the rumors are true like she's been trying to get on all stars for several seasons now so it sucks (laughs) that like she went out second yeah but like she the thing with Angina is like there's so many fans like that loved her in her first season. So like, and she's really like one of the main stars of that season. So um, like definitely she's like well known throughout like all the Drag Race fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think she made her mark even in the short amount of time that she was there. You know, I think it's good to have you know her name put out there, and maybe people will go back and watch season one and they'll see her again, but. It, I mean, and it is disappointing because I did feel like there was something more for Angina to show. But I mean, you have to think like coming back after not doing the show for 11 years, that's like probably pretty intimidating for her. You know, she could come as prepared as she thought she was and then just totally just like her inner saboteur takes over and then all that's gone yeah we were just talking about that earlier like if you're one of the og queens um how has your drag leveled up to like stay modern enough to keep people interested or you know bring that wow factor that you had back then to 2020 exactly so um i'm glad we got to see angina maybe we'll see her back again you know there could be a twist in the middle of the season but we have to lose at least two more queens to find out (laughs) true that (laughs) So stay tuned and maybe we'll see her again. But um, other than that, you know, we've had another fun week here at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Don't forget to check out our website, thanksforcomingpodcast.com, where you can find out 
more of the details on the points and you can leave us a review on our itunes and you can tell your friends about us and we'll just love you that much more yes and shout out special shout out to step up inc in indianapolis um we were on their after show that they host via zoom that was a lot of fun um raising money for hiv testing here locally in indy and some other good initiatives they're part of so thanks for having us yeah that was really fun thank you guys again i meant to say that at the top of the show but hopefully you're still listening (laughs) um so thanks to sam at step up and on your knees for hosting the event much appreciated (laughs) yes all right you guys well we'll be back next week with episode three uh there will be no new podcast on thursday sorry about it sorry queens I'm sure there'll be plenty of time in the future for us to dump content on you. (laughs) Yeah. Take some time to yourself this week with your extra days. That's right. Go meditate or something. (laughs) Yes, girl. Or fill out a petition to support Black Lives Matter. Ooh, I like that. That's a good way to use your time. So let's do that. All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. But until then. Bye. Bye.